Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode six of season six, Boundaries in Dating. What a conversation we have for you today. Yes. We're so excited. Thanks for joining us for another week and another wonderful topic in the world of Christian dating. <laughs> I don't mean that as sarcastically as that sounded. <laughs> it sounded pretty sarcastic. I know, I know. You've got you've to have the humor and the sarcasm in there with all yes. this. It's just a necessary part of it. It's just, yeah, you do have to, for oh, sure. Oh, gosh. Okay, guys, before we get into today's topic, quick reminders, as we always have. If you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet, make sure you go to our website or to our Instagram and do that, lookingforthemiddle.com or LFTM underscore podcast on on Instagram. We send those out on Thursday. It's got resources, um, usually pretty related to the topic of that week. Not always, but usually. So if you want to be included in that, go there and uh, drop your email address there. Um, and while you're there, you might as well go ahead and follow us on social media if you don't already. We do story. We story. We try to story. We're getting better. Uh, <laughs> we're over there. We do giveaways. We get you guys' input on episodes and different stuff like that. So if you want to hang out with us there, we would love to have you. Looking for the Middle Podcast on Facebook or LFTM underscore podcast on Instagram. But if we're being totally honest, Instagram is the better one because we're not on Facebook as much. <laughs> yes. Everything we do on Instagram gets shared to Facebook. So True. if you do get on Facebook or if you're only on Facebook, you can still... Yes. hang out with us but one other thing about the newsletter too we are going to be referencing a handful of our previous episodes in this episode oh good call that yes. will show up in the newsletter so now would be a good time to subscribe to that if you're hearing this on release day so that you can get those links and go back and listen to those episodes yeah, you if you haven't already to find them yourself <laughs> yes y'all finding our own episodes is seriously hard. Like, we're like when did we do that yeah when did we talk about I was like, that? Wow, thing? that was season two. <laughs> I know. I was like, we just had that conversation. <laughs> okay, question of the day. Yes. Full disclosure, we cheated on this one because it took some research, but <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Okay, Bethany. Yes. What is your favorite rom com okay. from the last decade? I have two. Okay. It's a toss up. Or chick flick. There doesn't have to be a lot of comedy in it, but okay yeah whatever They're, you want to yeah. call it okay whatever you want to call one it. is definitely a rom-com the other one might fall into the second one more okay okay first one life as we know it Ooh, i love that i one. always forget about that movie and you it's, love katherine heigl i do which i know is not the popular opinion no but i really like her i so. think she's grown on me over the years okay yeah so yeah so katherine heigl josh jamal i won't give it away super cute it was filmed here in atlanta so you see like I didn't know that yeah like when they're because he he's the reporter sports guy wherever they're like in phillips arena and like when he's running you see it atlanta it's obviously like that one time oh when he's like gosh. running when he's like sad because obviously they fought you know it's later on in the movie yes <laughs> full disclosure i have not i've only seen it once and oh. i was a senior in high school we need to watch this again yes we put do. that one on our list yes. okay so it's a toss-up between that one and this means war oh, because Tom I Hardy. Forgot, oh, my word. Just I could listen to him like read the phone book. <laughs> he is. 
<sighs> so and to to outshine Chris Pine, right, takes a lot. Right. And I was, oh, that was it. If you haven't seen it, and Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon. let's who, not forget her. <laughs> when everybody asks me the question, like I say, everybody, like three people ask me this, but like when people ask the question, like, oh, if someone could play you in a movie about your life, who would it be? Ooh, Mine is Reese Witherspoon. Good Mine's Rachel Bilson. Yes. Well, there you go. So yes, this means war. Oh, that's that, yeah. Dang it. That <laughs> so those are might, my two. That might be my tied with what or tied with you mine. Can't steal I my know, answer. but it's so good. That did not show up in my list that oh. I looked at, which I was very disappointed. Well, let me make sure. Hold on. Okay, yeah, it's from 2012, so it okay, counts. It counts. <laughs> um, mine is Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, that's a good one too. I love that movie, which is really interesting because normally I don't like when they start out together. And yeah. the, I like the chase. I like the pursuit. But I, it's such a good movie. And <laughs> they're supposed to be other ones because it's a three book yeah. thing. So they need to like hurry up. I mean, obviously, filming. I, has I been... read one of the books. Um, The movie may have been rated PG 13. Oh, the, the books are a little more R rated, oh. especially in the words they choose to use. Oh, dear. Um, so just be forewarned. Okay. Well, that's good to <laughs> Love know. Love the movies. One didn't make it as far in the books. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> one thing I will say, okay. and this will be my your one thing, my that you're one say. thing that I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so before we got on here to record, y'all, Bethany and I were talking about rom coms in general and just how there haven't been very many good yes. ones in the last decade. We're like, bring back the '90s rom com for real. And the more I thought about it, here's what current rom coms are missing. When you watch a '90s rom com. When the buildup is there of like, oh, like it's, there are so many of these little sweet moments. They're not huge yeah, monumental things. They're, but they're just like, sweet. They're just really sweet. Like, oh, he like held her gaze a little bit longer. Like, he, like oh, he, you know, saved her from a falling bookshelf. I don't know. Like <laughs> just these little random sweet intimate little moments yeah. they're not raunchy it's not all sexual it's not oh we hate each other the whole movie until the very end yeah there's all these sweet little moments and rom-coms don't do that anymore it's either very hot and heavy the whole time which yep. i don't love or it's yeah. the last five minutes and suddenly i'm in love with you like i just miss those sweet stories and maybe maybe people think those are boring i don't think they're boring oh and on that note i'm gonna go home and watch You've Got Mail. There you go. Because I know you don't like it, but I mean, it's if a you want to talk movie, about the but... sweet romantic comedy. Yes. That's a good <sighs> one. I I think it's probably my all-time favorite. Yeah. Wow. Rom-com. Wow. I mean, it's a great I movie. I did, love it. Y'all know how I feel about when I don't have a crush on the male lead. I know. but, but Which is very shallow. So but it's a sweet, it's a sweet like, movie. It's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, it's worth seeing. Uh, if you haven't sure. seen You've Got Mail, hit the pause button. <laughs> we will wait. <laughs> you have to go watch it. Tom Hanks, right now. Meg Ryan, like right at the very, very, very beginning of like online dating and communication and whatever. So good. Okay. You've been told, people. You have been told. Report back. We will follow up on this. How many of you have watched and You Got you, Mail? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what we'll do if you haven't, but... <laughs> Okay, we All are. Right. Whew. Let's reel it in as we often have to do. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Bethany? I don't even know. What are we talking about? This was your idea. I know. We're talking about boundaries, which we obviously don't have very many of when it comes to recording this show. So we apologize for that. Do as we say, not as we do, apparently. Okay, mm -hmm. so there are 
multiple different types of boundaries you should have when you're dating. And I think the obvious one that we all jump to is the physical boundaries. And I mean, I think a lot of times that's just about the only word people associate. I mean, I think a lot of times that's about the only part that people associate with that word is the physical boundaries in your relationship. And I think it has become that because obviously it's one of the tougher ones. It, when you slip up in that area and go too far, it can have much longer lasting consequences than some of the others. It's less um, easy to backtrack from, I guess you could say. And you'll as we talk about some of these others, you'll get the idea. But so it's important and we are not downplaying that in the slightest, but it's not going to be the focus of our conversation today, mainly because we have talked about it a lot. We've done, and this is where the newsletter will come in handy. We've done entire episodes on how far is too far. We've done two interviews recently on sex and biblical sexuality and what that looks like. And so we have a lot of content on that already. So we don't want to make this an hour and a half long episode on something that we've talked about a lot already. So we're going to kind of quickly move through that one and get onto some of the others that maybe you haven't thought about and really kind of dig in and spend some time there. Yes. So before we give you the other kinds of boundaries, let's give you just three quick tips for setting physical boundaries so we can cover this type of boundary and then move forward. So first tip, decide what your physical boundaries are before keyword before you get into a relationship. Yes. Before is a keyword and your is a keyword. I think mm-hmm. that you need to know what your boundaries are for yourself before you're even in that situation where you're having to decide, oh, is this too far? Should we stop? I don't know. What's going on? Like mm-hmm. don't get in that place. And like for me, I have several rules for myself that are hard and fast rules for me. I'm not going to budge on those. And so I know what those are. But then from there it is going to look different and vary from relationship to relationship to an extent. And so you need to have those things in your mind that you are not moving on. You are committed to those things that are convictions for you and have the, be able to communicate about those. And then you can fill out the practical aspects of what that looks like for each relationship that you're in. Yes. And yeah, deciding on those without any influence yes, is there the you key go. there. So decide what your boundaries are before you get into a relationship. Number two, talk about those boundaries early on because the sooner you talk about them, the less likely you are to, comprom- to compromise on them. Because if you don't talk about them and then you're four dates in and you're making out in his car and things are starting to get a little hot and heavy, whatever you want to call it, It's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can we have the boundaries talk now? No, you're going to be like, this feels good. Let's keep going. No. So talk about them early. Yeah. As early as you can without, I mean, obviously not first day. Like, so what are your thoughts on physical boundaries? Yeah. But if you know, like, okay, this is moving forward to the point where like, I really want to kiss this guy and I really want to, you know, whatever. Then don't whatever. Not whatever. You know what I mean. (laughs) I know what you meant. You know what I mean. (laughs) That's such a hard like cut off to have. I know. Um, Because you don't want to. We don't want to even place our own boundaries on y'all. That's a personal conviction thing. That's a thing you need to study yourself, which again, we talk about in all these other episodes. So those are your first two. Finally, don't be afraid to say stop. If you are in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, where you're getting pushed too far, where you are crossing over a boundary, do not be afraid to say, okay, hold on. I think we need to cool it. If you think the guy's going to break up with you, if you say that, 
you need to break up with him. Yes. You don't need to be with him. And I know that's very, Full stop. very tough to hear. Yeah, yeah. But you want to be with somebody who doesn't need you to give him certain things physically for him to want to stick around. Yep. Because then he doesn't even want you for the right reasons. Sound like the bachelor here. <laughs> Are you here for the right reasons? Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to say stop. Don't be afraid to say you're uncomfortable. If he really likes you and wants to be with you. Yeah. It may, it may be frustrating in the moment, but he's going to respect you and care about you enough to, re- to respect what you're asking there. And if he is the type of guy who is pursuing the Lord and wants to honor him, not only will he, stop and want to respect you and want to please you and all those things but his he will have a heart attitude of wanting to please the lord and will know that one his respect of you pleases the lord or two he's gonna know oh hey yeah we really were going too far and that's an issue between me and the lord as well exactly exactly so just keep those three in mind yes decide early decide early talk about them early and don't be afraid to say stop okay so we're going to move on from that. We've talked about physical boundaries. Now we're going to move on to relational boundaries. And this is not relational boundaries necessarily between you and your boyfriend. We are talking about having boundaries outside of your relationship that are for the betterment of your relationship, AKA with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to have some boundaries in place with those other people outside of your relationship to protect that relationship and to know where that line is of, what is f- just for us in this relationship and what is more not public knowledge. We're not talking about getting on Facebook and putting things, but you know, there will be degrees of things you tell to certain people too, but especially your really close friends where you just kind of say everything you think of, you need to still have some boundaries of like, okay, these are things that we're not going to spread out. Yeah. A lot of this is just going to pertain to how much you share with the people who are close to you versus what you don't share. And that's a conversation you need to have with the guy you're dating of, Hey, is there anything like not maybe phrasing you can figure out, but let's just for the principle of, is there anything he doesn't want you sharing with your mom or, you know, with your friends or is there anything that like, even if I've, I've approached it this way because as y'all know, if you've been listening for a while, I am really close with my core group of friends and my mom and those are the people that I go talk to and any guy who dates me is going to figure that out pretty quickly (laughs) so I will say hey I'm not going and telling every detail of every conversation we're having but if there's something you talk to me about that you want me to keep to myself it's okay for you to say yeah hey Kristen I just I don't want to really talk to anybody else about this that's fine Mm -hmm. and I've been in situations where I've had to do that where he I've had an ex at the time we were dating, obviously coming to me and he's like, Hey, this is going on. Can, can we just not tell anybody right now? Eventually, you know, we talked about it sure. with other people, but I was like, yes. Okay. And I can do that. Mm-hmm. So even if you have to come at, come at it from that standpoint, give him the freedom to tell you, Hey, here's the cutoff. Like, I don't want to share this or I want to keep this between yeah. us. Cause there is a level of like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is this big secret we're harboring. No. It's like, this is just between us because this is like this sweet, intimate thing that I just want to be ours. It doesn't. Yes. Good point. It doesn't always have to be a negative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be, oh, there's this problem or there's this sin issue or there's this argument. It may be something really sweet and nice and good 
it doesn't mean everybody has to know about it. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's a good boundary to have. And like you were saying, you, you, conversation to have at the same time, I think it's also something that in the moment it's like, Hey, like, let's not talk about this. Like I, that doesn't have to be this. Okay. Let's sit down and talk about everything we don't want to discuss with other people. And if you don't say it now, well, too late. Like mm-hmm. it's not that kind of, no. that's not what you meant, but yeah. like it, it, it's more of a just in the moment but then at the same time i think there's some value and i think we've talked about this in a previous episode there's some value to not sharing everything that would be okay to share even mm-hmm. and that you're kind of building that trust of i don't want the guy i'm dating to even have to wonder is she gonna run tell her friends her mom whoever every little thing we talk about i don't want that to be an issue that he has to worry about and Sometimes you may just need something. Hey, just so you know, I don't go tell yeah. them everything. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't say this or I didn't, whatever. Just like to reiterate that. Yeah. But I think it's especially for us as girls having those lines because it's, when you're first starting to date someone, you're first talking, you're going on dates, whatever you get home and you recap it with everyone. You, Oh, we did this and we did that. He said this, we did that. like every little thing. But as you, get more into a steady relationship and that getting to know you phase is gone and the you're not really vetting him as much mm-hmm. in public yes it's not as much up for as wide a spectrum of people saying oh hey this is what i think yeah as that happens the circle of people that you tell everything to should shrink as well exactly it reminds me of that episode of friends after ross and rachel kiss in the cafe the first time in the coffee house yeah. and i think it's the either the end of that episode or the very beginning of the uh-huh. next one where you have rachel talking to monica yes. and, Phoebe and they're like grab the wine i'll get the class don't start without me yeah did he like put his hands in your hair did he want, like what what happened blah, blah, blah. and then you cut to the boys they're eating pizza out of a box <laughs> and ross goes and then i kissed her and they're like nice and then joey's like tongue and ross like yeah he's like nice and then they eat pizza and then it's done and i'm like wow that and i don't know if that's totally accurate if it was a dramatization of it but i feel like there's a sense of truth there so just keep that in mind of it's a thing as girls we have to be a little bit more mindful of Mm -hmm. and it'll this will change too as your relationship develops like you like you said when you're kind of vetting at the beginning you are inviting some more people in because it's hey this guy is new you've known me for a while what do you think this is going on whatever whereas okay you get kind of where you're steady and set and okay i'm not like needing as much not that you don't ever want to seek counsel but like it's not about Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna be with him it's oh if there's a big something happening so that's going to change based on how your relationship progresses. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind too. Yeah. I think one other big area as far as just like the relational boundaries go is like your time. Like how much time do you guys spend with friends versus just the two of you? How much time do you spend with friends together? How much time do you spend with friends separately? How often is that? What does that look like? It's not something, I don't know. I don't think this is something that necessarily has to be again, spelled out ahead of time. But you just need to be, I don't know, this one I feel like is almost be respectful of the unspoken Mm -hmm. boundary that should be there. Like it it doesn't have to be 
a bunch of rules spelled out. Like you can have Tuesday nights with the boys and I will have Thursday nights with the girls every other week. Like it does not have to be that, but just kind of keep a finger on the pulse of like, Hey, we haven't seen each other very much or Hey, we've both been hanging out with our friends a lot and just keep that there of protecting your relationship and making sure, especially as it gets more serious, you're giving it the time it needs. But then also for both of you, you're getting the time outside of it that you need you don't have that tunnel vision I know for me personally I'm a pretty independent person um and so that's one thing like going into marriage that kind of stresses me out a little bit if I'm being honest I'm like I don't want to be smothered and I know that's not what marriage is but I have like it stresses me out a little and so Mm -hmm. keeping that like oh I have friends and I have like that's important to me I don't want to spend 24 7 time with anyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't even like spending 24 7 time with myself (laughs) so anyway that will vary those what i was getting at from person to person you are much more content to spend all your time with someone than i am which Mm -hmm. is totally fine so just kind of know yourself know your relationship talk about it as needed yes and that leads into our third set of boundaries so we have physical boundaries we have relational boundaries we have schedule boundaries and i realize (laughs) that those aren't spelled the same at the end but they kind of rhyme and so we're working with it rolling with it because all the other ones sounded the same and i needed (laughs) to make it work so but no exactly what bethany was just saying is as much as like there's the side of oh i'm super independent and i want to be able to like not be smothered there's also value in realizing okay i don't need to just spend all of my time with this person and neglect everything else like balance is so important when you're dating somebody you can't just get again the blinders on here and naturally the longer you date someone the more time you're going to spend with them that's a natural thing it's a good thing once you're married you're gonna be spending a lot of time with them we're not saying that but i guess the boundary is keeping in mind the commitment level the seriousness the stage that your relationship was is in and keeping the boundary and the in this case, the schedule appropriate to that stage. You know, if you've been dating a guy for two weeks, you don't need to be giving up every other responsibility or opportunity to hang out with your friends just so you can spend time with your boyfriend. You need to realize, Hey, this guy has been in my life for all of 14 days. Like, yeah, keep that where it's at. Now I'm not saying don't ever spend time with him, obviously, but realize 14 days is a whole lot different than 14 weeks, 14 months, 14 years mm-hmm. so that's gonna look different yeah well and that's how you lose friends mm-hmm. if you get that tunnel vision because i mean we all know the girl maybe you're in high school now or maybe if you remember this girl from high school who every time she started dating a guy she dropped off the radar and all she did was hang out with him talk to him text him spend time with him she never came to any of y'all's little hangouts she never sat with y'all at lunch she you know, wasn't responding in your group text, whatever that looks like, because she was so zoned into this Mm -hmm. guy. And then of course your friendship suffers and then they break up and she's like, Oh, I'm back. And that's not how this works. Like you've got to learn how to maintain multiple relationships at the same time. That's just part of being a human being. Yeah. I'm not saying you've got to have 84 friends while you're dating somebody, (laughs) but you've got to learn how to maintain your friendships and your relationships with those closest to you, whether that's your family or whatever, while you have a significant other. Mm-hmm. And also one other point I'll make real quick is saving all your time for your boyfriend has the same effect as spending all your time with your boyfriend. And by that, I mean, you've just 
totally cleared your schedule. You've canceled all your plans, hoping he's going to want to do something. That's just as bad, like as not doing any, like as spending all your time and not doing anything because you're blocking it for him, whether you get that time or not. And it's okay for you to say like, Hey, Tuesday nights are my nights that I go, we go to taco Tuesday with my girlfriends. We go to the Mexican restaurant. Okay, great. And if he's like, Hey, you want to hang out on Tuesday? I'm really sorry. Like that is okay. That's fine. And if he, like, maybe your anniversary fell on Taco Tuesday, you'd be like, girls, I'm going to go out. And they're like, yes, please go on your anniversary. Good gracious. So, uh, but there's balance and there's Mm -hmm. give and take. And it's not this all or nothing of, I'm not going to fill up every single night of my schedule with something else. And he's just got to deal with it. But I'm also going to not, not do anything. Hoping he'll call me and make plans every night. So just, it's learning again just balance i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say it till i'm blue in the face but (laughs) you've got to figure out how to hold both yeah and it it will take some adjusting i'm not gonna say like you get a boyfriend tomorrow you're gonna be a pro at this you're not there are growing pains you're gonna learn you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna be like oh crap i wish i hadn't canceled that or oh man i've overbooked myself oh whatever you'll figure it out yeah so give yourself some grace but the important thing is that you're trying to maintain that balance and not being an extremist with this. Yes. One quick, just kind of follow up to that to close this out. It's really easy when you're dating to like all your time spent with that person is, Oh, fun. We're dating time. You're you're going on dates. Even if you're just hanging out, watching a movie, like it's fun. You're just doing fun things. Once you're married, like you're going to go to work, you're going to come home. Dishes have to be washed. Trash has to be taken out. Like bills have to be paid. It's not all, oh, fun, happy time. Like it's real life stuff. And so kind of bring that in now. Like set yourself up well so that that's not this shock once you're married. And part of doing that is keeping plans, keeping boundaries, having other things you do. So Because real life continues once you're married. In fact, it probably magnifies a little because you're not dating anymore you've got to you know be responsible adults Mm -hmm. so and i'm not saying dating people are not responsible adults you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but it's a pattern you would do well to start now yeah well it's once your lives merge yeah you know that becomes a part of it so why not start preparing now exactly okay so our next category of boundaries here is emotional boundaries um And this one is one that will very much shift as your relationship does. Probably more than just about any other one, I think. Yep. Um, And, you know, in the beginning, you don't need to be bearing your soul to this guy as soon as you start dating him. And you're like, you know, you've gone on a few dates and it's like, okay, we're official. This is my boyfriend. Let me tell you every, you know, emotional, vulnerable thing about me. It's not appropriate. You're not, your relationship isn't that place, but you need to think through those things ahead of time. I don't think this one requires a whole lot of conversation between the two of you. <laughs> it's just a matter of filtering what you do and don't say and how, what the situations you put yourself in and realizing enough about yourself to know how much is wise for you. Yeah. And kind of read the room. Yes. In a way. That too. In yeah. a way. And cause you get the sense as you're sharing, like, oh, this is going really well. Or like, oh, he's sharing this with me. This would be a good time for me to bring or this he's up. he's staring at the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Or he's like, good 
gracious sakes alive, get me out of here, you know? So, you know, pick up on those things as much as you can, but also just pace yourself. And I am really bad at this. I'm just going to be really honest with you. I am too on the other extreme. Yeah, yeah. Bethany, I am like, oh, let me tell you everything as quickly as possible. And Bethany's like, nope, we're going to wait a long time before (laughs) you get to hear all that. And so somewhere in the middle is probably good. But when we say to set emotional boundaries, we're not saying, hey, put up walls and share nothing Mm -hmm. and like be this really tough nut to crack of like, oh, I'm not telling you squat. Like, no. (laughs) But what it means is being mindful of what you're sharing, when you're sharing and how much you're sharing at one time. And I feel like particularly with Christian dating, this is a pretty common struggle for a lot of people because Mm -hmm. we add so much weight to dating we know you know we date for marriage and we want to you know it's so serious every time which I'm not saying is a bad thing however we can have the tendency of like I've got to get all this out in the open quickly because then if something's not okay with him or if I'm not okay with something then we need to cut this off because then I know Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna marry him or he knows he's not gonna marry me you know (sighs) no like take your time and yeah I have looking back there have been a couple times where I'm like, I shared that too quickly, or we rushed into this, mm-hmm. or I talked too much about that too early on. And it's not to say I wouldn't have eventually told whoever it was, mm-hmm. but it also, like, there's just... There's a time and a place. There is. Yeah. There is. And, like, there, you know, there was a time a while back where I started talking to this guy and... We had to talk for a little bit before we could go out. And I ended up sharing a lot with him. And nothing, I don't regret anything that mm-hmm. I share, but looking back, because we ended up like, we ended up going out and it just didn't work. And so we didn't continue talking, dating, whatever. And now I'm like, wow, I told him quite a bit. Yeah. To, for it to not have made it very far. And again, don't regret it. There's nothing like, oh my, oh my gosh, what is it going to go leak about <laughs> me on the internet? You know, I'm not worried about any of that at all. But, learning from that experience I'm like okay I'll pace myself differently Mm -hmm. next time um I think it's really great when you can be with somebody who makes you feel safe enough to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. I think that's something we should all be looking for you shouldn't be scared to share based on how he's making you feel If if you have some reservations on timing or personal like whatever cool fine you know that's a I'm not saying those are bad at all if he's making me like oh gosh I can't trust him as far as I can throw him that's a different issue (laughs) so you want to be with somebody yeah you want to be with somebody who makes you feel safe and willing to open up Mm -hmm. but just because you feel that way very quickly doesn't mean like here's the green light here's everything (laughs) you know like even if it feels oh like I just want to tell him everything about me spread it out like yeah and I'm really bad too at like and I think I've learned this recently. Of There's some fun in like the mystery of it. Of I don't know mm-hmm. everything. Like when Jim and Pam talk about, oh, we don't know everything about each other, right? Yeah. And they did. They're like, oh, well, crap. <laughs> and I hope to get to that point someday with somebody yeah. that I met. But like you don't want to get to that point Not three days in. Yeah. yeah. Of like, oh, I already know everything about yeah. you. Like you want there to be that sense of discovery mm-hmm. and that, you know, a little bit of mystery and unknown. And that's good to have. And so it's okay to like play your cards one at a time instead of just laying it out all on the table, you know? So just keep that in mind, emotionally speaking. Okay. 
last one we have done physical boundaries relational boundaries schedule brown <laughs> boundaries i don't know why i want to keep saying brownies <laughs> <laughs> and emotional boundaries emotional brownies emotional That's brownies those sound fun <laughs> all right and the last one is spiritual boundaries Bethany's laughing because it took me four takes to get that right. Okay, so Bethany, Maybe talk to us some brownie. Ta- yeah, talk to us about spiritual boundaries. Okay, I think especially early on, you you want to be careful because there's a certain intimacy to being very like open with your boyfriend, especially if there's like accountability. Like you're trying to be that for each other. I we've said so many times like you should not be the primary accountability partner for your significant other while you're dating. That's just not the place for that. Um but then another th- boundary I think you should have is just in your own time with the Lord. It's so easy if maybe you are talking about spiritual things with your boyfriend or the guy you're dating, whether your boyfriend, whatever, you know what I mean. Uh or maybe you're reading a book together or you're studying a passage of scripture together, whatever it is, those things should not replace your own time with the Lord. You should still have that. It shouldn't like your quiet time and your own spiritual growth should not like absorb into that time to where it replaces it. It should be in addition to, you want to keep that boundary of you are still you and the Lord and you are growing and you are pursuing him. And not, obviously we're not saying those things other things are bad no gosh like, that's great fantastic like supplement and booster and like just to keep you folk both of you focused on that that's so great but it should not replace it in your life exactly yeah like exactly what bethany said you can be reading a book with him and talking about it but you should also be studying the word on your own and you can pray in certain contexts with him, but that shouldn't replace your own time in prayer. Uh-uh. And I will say this, since you brought up prayer, and I know we both have yes. thoughts on that. Yes. Be really careful mm-hmm. spending a lot of time praying with your boyfriend. Pray for him all you want to. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and he should be doing the same thing for you. But praying with him, there's really like an intimacy to that and... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it necessarily, but like that, just be really careful with that because I think it could create a sense of intimacy between the two of you that might not be there or is not appropriate yet for where your relationship is at. And so I am a big proponent of keeping that separate until much later on in the relationship. I always hate to be like dogmatic and say until you are engaged or until like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to tell you specifically for you what that should look like. Um, like with a hard and fast rule, but be really careful about that. I think, yeah, because it is, it is something that can outpace the reality of where your relationship is at, I guess. I would a hundred percent agree. I think, I don't know. I feel like there can be a sense of like spiritual dependency that forms when you're mm-hmm. praying to get like, granted, we're not saying all prayer. Like I sit down with my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend right now. That made me sound like I have one. <laughs> Past tense. Yeah. When I have sat down at dinner, my boyfriend will pray before well, the meal. Yeah, obviously. For sure. So, yeah. so we're not saying like, oh my gosh, never talk to God <laughs> together at the same time. Like no. not what we're saying at all. But when you're praying about like your relationship or like decisions or things like that, like extended periods of time in prayer yeah together yeah that's that's a very intimate thing and 
obviously people have different opinions on it. That's something, this is one of those things we really recommend you get into the word, talk to people close to you who are wiser and older than you Yeah, to, you know, really figure out where the Lord's leading you with this. I personally would like to wait till I was engaged before I did that. That's what I feel comfortable with. Yeah. And, but I'm not going to say that's like Bethany said, that's not the case for everybody. So I would just caution you to be really careful that, because like we've talked about before, it's not your boyfriend's responsibility to lead you spiritually. Mm -mm. Can you look for patterns that he's going to do that well as a husband? Absolutely. Absolutely. You should be. Mm -hmm. And it is a husband's role to lead his wife and his family spiritually, but it is not a boyfriend's role to do that. And so if he does start taking on those things like, like a husband would do, it blurs that line Mm -hmm. a lot and which can easily give way to other boundaries being harder to maintain mm-hmm. yeah because you have created a sense of intimacy and closeness and commitment or the illusion of that when it's not really there or shouldn't be there mm-hmm. you're it, it creates an easy way to act take on husband and wife roles when your relationship does not warrant that now I'm not saying that praying together will automatically cause that. I like hear us, but you just need to be careful of anything that creates that. Anytime you find yourself kind of crossing a boundary of what those roles look like into marriage type roles. And I'm not talking about the physical. I'm just saying taking on those roles of what that relationship looks like, but you're not there. You're setting yourself up for some trouble just in a way that you've, you've, outpaced where your relationship is yeah well and this might sound dumb but like (laughs) you're not married till you're married yeah you know so there's no need for you to feel like oh even though we're not married we've got to act like we are or we've got to do these because even if you know you're headed in that direction the role still is different when you're still single yeah you may be in a relationship but you are still single until you're married Mm -hmm. and so what that means for you spiritually, emotionally, all these things we've talked about, those still apply to you. And that's really something that's going to help you avoid a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. And like Bethany said, a lot of those blurred lines, if you can have that mentality of, Mm -hmm. Hey, these, these are going to be great things once we're married. And there are other ways to know that like your boyfriend has got a good prayer life without him praying with you, you yeah. know? So you can even talk, like, I'm not saying don't even talk about like, Hey, I've been praying about this recently. Or like, sure. That's a gr- those are great conversations sure. to have. Or like, I've really been praying and asking the Lord to give me wisdom on this. Awesome conversation. Yeah. Those are great conversations to have. Doesn't mean every time y'all want to pray about something, like, okay, let's, let's go right yeah. now. And then 30 minutes later, here we are. Exactly. So just, yep. it's quite the tangent, but something to keep in mind <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so all your boundaries, not all your boundaries, (laughs) but as you are setting boundaries in dating, our goal with this conversation was one, to remind you, it's not just about the physical boundaries, Mm -hmm. but two, these are things you can all start working on right now. Even if you're not in a relationship, like you can start thinking about, hey, what do I want my schedule and my time spent to look like when I'm in a relationship? What you know, what boundaries do I want to set as far as what I communicate with my friends versus what I don't? How can I, you know, prepare to pace myself emotionally? What are my spiritual, like, these are all things, regardless of where you are, single, about to get into a relationship, already dating, 
whatever, mm-hmm. you can already you can go ahead and start thinking about these and implementing these if you haven't already. So hopefully this has helped steer you in that <laughs> direction, made it a little bit easier as you are trying to figure out your own boundaries in your own dating life. So thank you all so much for joining us today. This has been such a fun episode. Yeah. And again not one we planned um (laughs) that's like the theme of this season yeah yeah i wish we had taken a picture of what our season plan looked like at the beginning and then what it actually ended up as that would have been funny but yeah we have this i mean this topic we just talked about it a couple days ago and we're like okay let's do it let's do it so So, yeah it's fluid around here it's fine it's great but thank y'all for hanging with us and along those lines if you have something you want us to talk about if you have a question um email us looking for the middle at gmail.com if you go to our uh instagram bio there's a link there to send in couchcast questions it doesn't have to be strictly for couchcast but remember that's an anonymous form so if you want to reply or you want us to be able to talk to you you can't send in that you've got to email us so or dm we, us either or one DM us, yes, yeah but one so that we know who you are yeah. um because that couchcast form is completely anonymous we have no way of getting back in touch with you so i always feel bad when people ask questions i'm like they're wanting us to answer this i know but i can't on here so anyway that's an aside uh, we will not have a couch cast though this week. There will be a backstage pass next week, which for all you guys listening out there, that is your chance to ask us a dating question and get the answer from a female perspective. Also on our Instagram bio. <laughs> so if you want to go fill that out, you can. We are so glad you have joined us. We really appreciate it. We'll leave you with that, I think. So until next time, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle.